from the visionary minds of the guys who brought you the hit series, Reboot, comes movies we were way too young to see. A podcast series that is exactly what it sounds like. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Movies We Were Way Too Young to See, a look at some of the most influential films we grew up watching, regardless of parental approval. I'm your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Malv. Hello, everybody. How you guys doing today? What up, Malv? Happy Friday. Friday. Rebecca Black is saying, whoa, 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 what up? It's Friday. You sitting in the front seat or the back seat? Uh, uh, I'm always backseat driving. <laughs> Jeez, did that just date uh, us age-wise? Yes, it did. Well, if you guys know Rebecca Black, then yeah. Welcome, welcome back to movies we were way too young to see, like what we said. Let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Well, without further ado, it's time to get into the movie we were way too young to see for the week. One that solidified Adam Sandler as a comic staple in our childhood. We're talking about the 2000 comedy Little Nicky. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny growing up. I remember watching it multiple times, renting it from the library on repeat. Mm. My mom used to work at the library, so I would never pay any late fees. So I kept it like for like months on end. And then I was like, okay, I guess someone else can get a turn. Right. I'm done with this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> a little quick refresher for everybody. The log line. After two of the devil's three sons escape hell to wreak havoc on earth, the devil must send his third son, the mild-mannered Nikki. To bring them back before it's too late. It was directed by Stephen Brill. It was written by Stephen Brill, Adam Sandler, and another gentleman named Tim Herlihy. I think that's how you say it. It was released in 2000. It was rated PG-13. It was like a comedy fantasy film. And yeah, I grew up watching this a a whole ton. That, for me, wasn't... This wasn't a put-on-repeat for me, this uh, Adam Sandler movie. But I did see this within the first two weeks it was released. My, oh, so you saw it in theaters? Yeah, I saw this in theaters. I know I saw this in theaters. For I have like this vivid memory of seeing this because my brother-in-law Jose, like, would take me to all these movies that I wasn't supposed to see. You know, yes, <laughs> but, but, like mainly in theaters, like, I love even, it. like even theaters. So yeah, I definitely saw this uh, near our uh, South Bay Galleria, our nearby mall. Back when it was General Cinema? Yeah, General yeah. Cinema. I don't know if that <laughs> before many people, AMC. Before AMC, your South Bay local. Remember that, General Cinema? Yeah, you guys have to remember this. Their blue sign. Yeah, I just remember going to see it. I remember the poster, really. That's what it is. Same, same. From my childhood, that poster will never, like, go away. Just him sitting down on the park bench with that yellow, uh, what is it? They're not called parkas, are they? Bench? Yeah, it's a little parka. parka. Yeah, 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 just eating the... The Popeyes? Yeah, you know, I was like, what is this? And, like... I was, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan, and I know my brother-in-law is too, and that's, like, where I got the love from, you know? Like, we just, everybody, my nieces, we all know Adam Sandler quotes. Like, you just can't get away from this guy. Yeah, awesome. So that's who you saw it with. I saw it at home, like I had mentioned. I rented it from the library, and it was uh, probably a weekend, just me and my sister just hanging out, watching it in the room. Let's talk about some of the scenes that stick out the most for us. And from the beginning, I'm not even kidding you, like, it sets the tone. John Lovitz, like, his whole oh, yeah. little <laughs> yeah, creeper status. Yeah. And I just remember that quote. It's like, Victoria just told me her secret. And I remember, I was like, oh, I get that because it's Victoria's secret lingerie and he's a little perv. 
And I just remember laughing so much. And when he goes to hell, and he just has the, the, the cows. The, the um, or it's like the bird humping him because he pretended to be Big Bird. And uh, I'm never gonna forget. Like pan up, and we just follow a camera to like the castle, like the Satan castle. His, yeah. And then you, we follow Nikki, and, and he's that, doing his ru- running <laughs> with the devil, like the the, the riff. Don don don. You gotta remember his motion, yeah, his body motion. motion. And I, like, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Oh hell yeah! I was like 11 or 10. Yeah. I was like, this is sick. And he was just getting down uh, to it. And yeah, I just remember like it pumped me up and it set the tone for the film. And I was like, I'm going to have a good time watching this. I can totally see you. Can see little, yeah. I can see that? Yeah. Little you. me. I was like, hell yeah. You got the Metallica posters, yeah. the Pantera. No, because I love the way he does it. Like, the if you guys see it, like, the way he plays it, he plays it like that classic way, you know, the... That the, guitar you know, is pretty like, pretty sweet guitar, too. Yeah, huh? it's just like, yeah, I get that moody again. He's like, yeah, you know, that, what we love Adam Sandler for that, you know, that old boy that, you know, hasn't grown yet, that, what do they call that, man-child. The man-child, <laughs> yes. He's, he's perfected that to a T. For uh, sure he has. For sure he has. But no, John Lovitz, yeah, classic. Another one. He worked with him in a Wedding Singer, and the song played in that is the same one that plays in the Wedding Singer. Ladies' Night. Yeah. Oh ladies, yes, yeah. it's Ladies' Night. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool too. I love. That's what I love about Adam Sandler movies too. You know, like he always references himself and who he works with. Oh, for sure, for sure. And speaking of that, who he works with, another thing that really sticks out to me after rewatching this, there's so many cameos. I didn't know who these people were at the time, but you know. After rewatching it, this is just a list of some of the people in this film. So many. Rodney Dangerfield, Quentin Tarantino, Reese Witherspoon, Carl Weathers, Ozzy Osbourne, Bill Walton, Rob Schneider, Dana Carvey, Regis Philbin, John Witherspoon. Harvey Keitel, Harvey bro. Keitel. Yeah. Robert Smeagol yeah. as Mr. Yeah. Beefy. Mr. Beefy, the dog, yeah, from SNL. Dude, that's a heavyweight list right there. And like you, I did not know any of these people when I was little seeing this. But now I'm just like, how do you... How did you do this, bro? You're a comedian. <laughs> you know, you have classic, like, actors. Like you said, Harvey Keitel. Come on, who gets him to play Satan? You know, originally, according to IMDb trivia, that was supposed to be Dustin Hoffman. Even that. And that who, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who gets Dustin Hoffman it's crazy. to be in a comedy playing uh, Satan? <laughs> like, you know, there's just... Freaking Adam Sandler Adam- does. <laughs> this was peak Adam Sandler. Okay, this was 2000. He's just coming off The Waterboy, Wedding Singer. Those were both 98. Big Daddy was classic, 99. Classic. This all is like those. this is all peak Sandler right here. That's where I learned the best from. The one the one cameo that stands out the most to me though is gonna be Quentin. You make the Lord very nervous. I'm burning now. Take it easy. Help bar is burning me alive! He's burning. Burning me! The beast is alive! He's among us to clear the street! The devil is here! Yeah. I had no idea that was Quentin. Until years later, it's that blind priest. In case you guys forget, it's like each time Nikki like appears, like the blind priest is like, "I can sense the evil. <laughs> yeah. There's someone evil here. I don't like it." And, like, and then he, he just, just runs and gets, always gets into an accident. That's the gag, you know. And at the end, he just literally like runs in the fire and burns. <laughs> well, that too. Like, how do you get Quentin? Like, Quentin's just a dope person, you know. But just Quentin like, loves like, his cameos, dude. He loves his from dusk till dawn. But this one is just so random, you know. Reservoir like, Dogs, like you said, and this. I remember it because uh, in the commercials was was this scene too with the blind priest like we're all going to hell you know we're all going to die and I was like I don't know I still find it that's, just so that's, that, that's, that's that entertainment so... <laughs> world dude it's like it's your connections he probably met him someday they they vibe they click they probably got pretty stoned and uh, they're like yo come do this little cameo well, and uh, yeah. that's cool that's really sick that's a cool well he's got that it. power you know and like Adam just seems like that kind of guy too he's like hey I have this weird thing Dustin Hoffman. I want you to play my dad, Satan. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't do it, but maybe but here, Harvey, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Let me recommend another really good actor. 
what scenes stick out to you? I have so many from this one, just on good and bad. For sure, for sure. <laughs> you for know, sure. on good, bad. But one of my most memorable ones is the Harlem Globetrotter basketball scene in this. You're talking about the commercials, too, a little bit. I remember that from the commercial, The Family. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I don't no, know, but he is butt ugly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they always, like, did the, like, his super, uh, when he does, like, his Michael Jordan kind of dunk. Like Space Jam kind of jam. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, and I remember that was always in the commercial, too, like, but yes, the family. And this, it was funny again. Rewatching and hearing her commentary, I'm just like, you don't get this kind of comedy anymore. We had mentioned Dana Carvey was a cameo. He's actually the referee. referee in this. We didn't even know that. Another thing, too, he broke his ankle filming that scene. So he had to be in crutches a little bit after. I did see a behind the scene interview with Adam Sandler. And he was saying that, like, for Dana Carvey, he just asked him, like, hey, Dana, can you do this? And, like, it was a legit, like, yeah, full. We're SNL. We're friends. We're alumnus. Like, I'll fucking do it. And he said when he broke his ankle that, like, he felt so bad after that. Like, he was just sending him stuff for, like, weeks. And, like, he's like, yo, he did this for me. And uh, he broke his ankle and he still went on and continued. You know, like, that's that's just also props. Like, if it was you, fool, and I broke my ankle, I'd be like, ugh, do I really have to keep going? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do, damn it. (laughs) We got to make it. They got to discover us. You can't give up now. Fucking Mal, you do it and you smile. (laughs) Lot, yeah, no, that whole scene was just fun, and it's the absurdness of this. Dude, he, he's movie, always loved you know? his basketball, though. Seriously, it's Adam, New uh, York basketball. Yeah, he loves it, and uh, that's another reason why I gravitated towards him too. Because we see him here, and then every time I watch the NBA on TNT or something like that, he's always kind of promoting his stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, you know, when he's promoting Chill, Uncut Gems, back, yeah, or just any one of his his films. Mm-hmm. Reaching out, like he's he always has that connection where he reaches out to that basketball world. So yeah, it's like double. We have the film world, we have the basketball world. Did we mention who the brothers were? No. Oh, we haven't even mentioned (laughs) Cassius and Adrian, dude. His two main brothers, famous Cassius, his bigger, stronger, more muscular brother. It's none other than Debo himself, Mm -hmm. Tiny Lister. What's up, y'all? R.I.P. R.I.P., dude. R.I.P. Debo. His other brother, Adrian. I can't pronounce his name. You got to do this one. His name is like Riss. I guess you would. Yeah, Riss Ifans. The only other movie that Malv recognizes him from is the uh, Notting Hill trailer when yeah. he's in his underwear. And I was like, I have no idea. How the fuck do you remember that? I was telling him, I was like, I know this guy from only one other movie, and I've never even seen the movie. Mowgli was like, what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, the Nottingham trailer. If you guys remember Notting Hill. The Notting Hill trailer. If you remember this, he is the guy who's always in his... He's Hugh Grant's roommate. Hugh Grant's roommate, but he's always almost naked in his in his white, dirty underwears and his white, dirty white beater. And, like, I don't know why as a kid, I guess that commercial always played or I always just remembered him just being naked. And yeah. right when I showed you the trailer, right, what was he doing? He was, just... he was, he was naked. <laughs> you spoke it into existence. <laughs> I'm going to speak it into existence. Another character, too, John Witherspoon. R.I.P. to John. He plays kind of like a shady street vendor, like a flea market vendor. Mm-hmm. He steals the flask that Nikki needs to capture his brother's. And uh, one of the famous scenes, too, is, like, when he meets Patricia Arquette, who's uh, Valerie, Valerie in this film. That's a love interest for Nikki. She kind of confronts John Witherspoon, and then he eventually gives him back the flask. One of the scenes that sticks out to me is, like, when Nikki is just like, I'll be seeing you soon. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the devil, and he knows that John Witherspoon's character is, like, a shady-ass dude. So he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're coming to hell. I'll see you soon. <laughs> that stuck out to me as well. Serious question right here. What happened? Did little Nikki... Put Popeye's chicken on the map, on the next level. No shit. You think it did? It did. I didn't know about Popeye's before this movie. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. 
Honestly, I to really about think it. about it, yeah. I don't. I, I can't remember anything about Popeyes pre this movie. I love Popeyes now. I've loved Hell Popeyes yeah. since, you know, <laughs> since it. Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I think so a little bit too. I think it introduced Popeyes more to the other rest the of the market, yeah. the other demographic. Cause yeah, they're, they're a Louisiana chicken based company, but I, I had gone to church. The church I go to across the street from that church, there's a Popeyes right there. So I'd always kind of seen it. Nah, this really took Popeyes to the other, like the other level, bro. Something to think about. A little food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Did I just say that? <laughs> Fuck, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it, Patricia Arquette plays a very, very sweet Valerie, like her character. She didn't even have to audition for this. Just gave it to her. Just gave it to her. That's what I like about Adam, right? Like, it's like, yo, you're good enough. You're in this movie with Valerie. Uh, what was her last name? I know he does the alliteration. It yeah, it's to... a VV. Valerie Varan. So a bunch of the act, like a bunch of the love interests in his Adam Sandler movies, they all have those VV initials. Yeah. I think in Billy yeah. Madison they had that. A bunch of other ones. Waterboy, yeah, that's just a thing. Probably an easier thing for a writer to do. We didn't even talk about another famous cameo, and this one is Chubbs. It's all in the head. Yeah, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Get off of me. Chubbs. Chubbs, you're right. We did. I mentioned briefly Carl yeah, Weathers. Carl Weathers, but yeah, that Chubbs one, like, yeah, he's just bringing up other movies you love. It's like seeing little pieces of you know gold from an or hearing like samples in a new song that he you know. He knows what the, the audience movie. wants. Yeah, you know, he knows. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, man, that guy was yeah. so funny. Bring him back in this universe. So it's all kind of tied together. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he doesn't do it like hardcore. He doesn't fanboy service it that much. You know, he's just like this. Wouldn't this be cool if you know this? Just guy. a little drizzle. Like with the Rob Schneider, you know how he just the same character he just. Puts here and there, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Like, you don't need that character fully. And, you know, other movies, you just need them, like, in that one specific point, say that one specific line, you know, or do one action, and, like, that's gold. That's just comedy gold. I think my favorite character in this, though, is going to be Mr. Beefy. Say Mr. Beefy. Say it. Say it. Mr. Beefy. And I love you. I just love his, <laughs> his voice, energy. his energy. Yeah. <laughs> woof woof oh yeah it was way better than the men in black dog that was my thing it's like yeah i want that one i want the one that's uh what does he shoot out an arrow out of his penis and blows out fire yeah <laughs> yeah right the only thing that i will say about this though i think the cgi didn't age the best there was a bunch of pee and just like this, um when nikki is kind of transforming into the spiders because i do feel that it just stuck out like we're we're, we're, we're so accustomed to what Avengers and all these other films are able to do now. It just kind of felt like, uh, yeah, it looks a little outdated. That's well, it, though. No, the thing, thing too, that that makes sense. And uh, I was watching this back uh, behind the scenes thing, and the director Stephen Brill was talking about that and the CGI's. This was one of the first movies, if only the first movie that Adam Sandler used that had heavy CGI. And uh, one of their inputs was to make the CGI a little bit more comical. So, like, you know, one of the things that they showed was when they did the neck spin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it does, it's CGI, but they wanted to make it look a little bit extra more absurd and cartoonish. To add to the aesthetic, right? Yeah, but okay. I think that hurt it. Like you said, it didn't. that didn't age well. Like that, doing that then, because the technology was so bad. But, like, I the one you're talking about, I didn't really like that scene, the one with the spiders, like a shitload of them. Mm-hmm. Because it did look really fake to me. The head was too big, right, on the body, and it 
doesn't have the shadowing on the floor that we're so used to or anything. God, look at you <laughs> with your ray tracing and everything. <laughs> that PlayStation 5 has spoiled you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, like yeah. that, like that adds to it. But uh, we were talking about it, like with the practical effects that they had in there too. Like, there's a scene, uh, one of more of my favorite scenes, like the, the end. final scene. Yeah, let's talk about that then. The final scene, the final battle between Adrian, Yo, Adrian! and Nikki, good versus evil. Adrian has taken over hell. He has sat on the throne, and like at the stroke of midnight, he will be the new leader of hell, and he's already conquered Earth, and it's up to Nikki. After, like, he has a crazy heart-to-heart moment with his mom who ends up being an angel. And he comes back and he's like, yo, I'm going to use the good. <laughs> and I'm going to battle you. And that, and that, well, that, well, you were telling me that was, like, more, mine it was, like, the actual fighting and, like, the style of it. You but were talking about that, that wire the, scene? The wire scene. So, like, Adrian's on top of, like, this crest mountain and Nikki is on a bed, just laying crawled down on a bed. And Adrian just jumps off to, to land onto Adam on the bed. But he does this, like, you could tell it's wire work, but it moves stylized you know that it goes with that scene that's going to happen the battle that they're going to have and it's so stylized and absurd that the next part of it where they're battling good and evil legitly like come on that's insane right that's like- my favorite <laughs> that's my favorite scene of the movie after rewatching this so it's like i'm gonna do something good i'm gonna use the power of love and then adrian's like no i'm gonna turn that into evil so like <laughs> nikki has like a grass like a garden of flowers planted and then adrian transforms it into like an evil gardener with like a lawnmower and then nikki counters that by making it a baby with like a, a mother with a baby carriage and then adrian goes is like no i'm gonna make that into a little person attacking the mom and it's like well i'm gonna make the mom into another little person and they're gonna fall in love so it's just like they're just one upping each other in just like a very very absurd way i loved it yeah that's, no, that's my like, favorite scene and that's like adam you know that, that's your favorite scene yeah it's yeah yeah I, I like the like culmination of that you know like it's just fun and like that's why adam sandler movies are fucking fun you know like they're not meant for you to think about this shit like they don't want you to think of like the realities of what happens if you know a son from hell comes to heaven and what's definitely is that suspension of disbelief in his films. a lot oh terror like you shouldn't even go go into those trying to be serious you know like this is not Spanglish. This is not punk strunk love. This is not uncut gems, right? This is pure, hardcore, pure Colombian Adam Sandler, and we love it, you know? Which brings us into why this film stands out. For me, it stands out because it's part of the Adam Sandler brand, that Happy Madison production. And I want to know where Little Nicky ranks for you as far as your Adam Sandler film collection. For me, personally, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan, but... This movie, Little Nicky, is like one of the lower ones for me. Really? Yeah. Rank your top five. But, but it has... Okay, let me just say this before I go to my top five. For little, I don't want people to be like, what the... F-? For Little Nicky, like what we were talking about, it gives me that nostalgic, like, warm feeling. Like, I remember that being a kid and like, oh, you know, this is new. Boom, boom, boom. But, like, for being an Adam Sandler fan later and, like, honestly, for repeatability, it's not in my top five. Of Adam Sandler movies. A comedic classic. Well, this is only comedy, Adam comedy, Sandler. Comedy. Not com- serious okay, Yeah, only comedy. You want me to name my top five Sandler ones? All yeah. right. Number one. Or should I go backwards? Yeah, let me go backwards with number five. This is one I know a lot of people are going to hate me on. But Jack and Jill. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I think it's one of them. What in the world? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Of head, okay? fire. I knew the hate was going to come, but honestly, watch it. It's... It's, it's one pass. of the funniest movies I've seen. Okay. Shit, Adam Sandler made that? I <laughs> yeah. forgot. What's next? You don't mess with the Zohan? Hey, fool, don't be looking at my list. <laughs> no, number four, I got, this one's a classic, The Wedding Singer. You know, he's hitting that comedy, still has that little raunch of him, and then he's 
evolving a little bit more to, you know, that romantic comedy, Adam, that we all love. Then this is hard for me. Three and two are interchangeable, but it's Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. How can that not be in his top five? That's he'll be known for those movies and those movies will be known in comedy like they're classics. You can't do anything wrong with them. They both go hand in hand. That's why his company is called Happy, Happy Madison. Madison. Yeah. And then number one, I think this is like everybody's number one who grew up Adam Sandler, like our time, like 30s. Big Daddy, bro. Like nothing beats that movie in his collection. Like if he just did that movie, I'd be like, damn, this fool is still a god. What about I you? agree. I agree. Big Daddy is number one for me as well. I remember watching it in the theaters in 98. I remember getting the VHS. And it's definitely the movie that I have seen the most of Adam Sandler. For my number two, I'm going to put Happy Gilmore. I saw that. I love the hockey. I love all. It's all in the hips. I love Shooter McGavin. I love Bob Barker. Everything about that. Number three, I'm putting Little Nicky because that's what? how much I saw. I saw it that much. That much? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's my number three. Number four, I'm going to go 50 First Dates. Yeah, you did. You, you had Jack and Jill in yeah, your top don't five. At, don't look at me. Fifty First Dates is a lot better than Jack and Jill. Okay, okay. So for somebody who didn't see Jack and Jill. And my number five, I'm going to go Billy Madison. So that's rounding out my top five. A little bit of a confession: I have not seen The Waterboy or The Wedding oh my Singer. God, I got so mad at it. How can you have not seen The Wedding Singer at least, it's, bro? I don't know. It just every time that I, I do was, like '80s stuff and like the music, the. The costume, everything. I've seen. World. I've seen bits and pieces when I catch it, like on cable. Mm-hmm. Like I know, is it Billy Idol? He comes yeah, in the yeah, airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that happens, and I know like he's singing to Drew Barrymore in the song, like the final scene. I just haven't seen the film in its entirety. It, it does seem funny. It Everyone loves funny. it. Waterboy is just as fun. Damn. Well, he's just so hard too. I could have put that one in there too. Like Adam Sandler is just funny, and people who don't see that, he's just lowbrow funny. Like whatever he's. Whatever he's showing you, he think is he thinks is funny, and he doesn't care. That's what That's what you I respect think. about yeah. Adam Sandler, for real though. Like his his whole Happy Madison production, there is a distinct vision, and and you know what you're expecting when you're going into watching a Sandler movie. You're gonna get crude humor. You're gonna get that that man child, and you're gonna that get lovable man child. All right, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're gonna get <laughs> that. You're gonna get that. And personally, for me, when I rewatched it, it's not that the film didn't age well. Yes, the CGI was not the best, but it's not that the film didn't age well. It's more that I've matured, kind of. I've gotten older. But when when watching it, it, like you had mentioned, it's still nostalgic. It brings me back to that era when I was freaking 10 and 11. brings me back to talking about this with my friends at school. So for that, I like it. And he's still doing his stuff. He hasn't yeah. changed. He I, knows what <laughs> works for him. He's happy. His bank account is super happy, too. <laughs> No, but that too, like, that's why I respect him too. Like, uh, we've talked off air. Um, you said this before that you really admire Jim Carrey and Robin Williams and their style of comedy. For sure. You know, as do I, as anybody, as a student of comedy, I do too. But the more that I was really influenced by Adam Sandler's type of style, you know, that was kind of my, like, you know, vulgar, a little bit vulgar, a little bit more brash, a little bit louder, you know, but I always felt that he was good-hearted and, you know, in everything he did, or at least everything he tried to do as his characters, you know, was just good-hearted. But I think the way he plays his characters, it has to be how he is in real life because growing up and learning about film and wanting to be in film and making our own films, I truly respect Adam Sandler of how he keeps the same crew, the same cast... You Shout know, out to his cast. Every, all the same dudes. Grandma's boy. Uh, all, of, all of them. Pretty much Mr. You know? Deeds, and Rob Schneider, and all those cats. What you're talking about is the, the smaller ones, right? Like, uh, what was it? Peter Dante? What was, uh, so, what? characters right here. Peter Dante, mm-hmm. Alan Covert, Jonathan, Loran. But then, like, even him keeping the game with his, like, 
he, that's like you feel his his real homies, right? Like his Schneider, his, his like lower, like not high. No, he's looking stars. out for them, dude. No, he, and he's then, loyal. But at the same time, he's loyal to even like the big timers. Who does he have now? Like Chris Rock coming in multiple movies. Kevin Smith even going behind and producing some of his stuff as well. Um, Nick Schwartzen, one of the lower tier ones, I would say, but Nick I love Schwartz him. Out of respect, but you know, you see him even the support. director Stephen Brill has mm-hmm. directed a bunch of other films in Adam Sandler's. Um, you know, and like what we're collection. trying to do, like we're very, you know, friend group motivated and like minded people, and we want to work with people who are like minded like us, who don't care what others think, and we're going to do what we're going to do, and that's why I love Adam Sandler. You could see that in his movies since the beginning, even till now. Even if you fucking hate him, even if you hate all the Netflix movie, I'm going to give a confession. I'm keeping him in, in, in business. Yeah, right. I watch those Netflix watch movies. Him. I watch them. Even I've told you, like, man, this was shitty, but at the same time, I still have to watch them. I love Adam Sandler. Because be like, you're a fan. He got I'm, you. Yeah, I'm a fanboy, bro. I'm a grown-ass man fanboy, you know? He, to me, he could do wrong. He could do wrong, horrible movies, but I got to watch it. I got to support him because he just gives off that positive energy. You know, even the joke saying, like, he only does certain movies to go on vacation, but, like, no, he's taking his family and his friends on vacation. You can't be mad at him and still making a movie, you know? Also, another thing that sticked out to me, how did we not mention this earlier? The freaking Tithead. Oh, I remember Kevin. the Tithead. <laughs> him and the freaking little <laughs> demon guy. Like jokes the like goat. That. I remember, I was like, what? Those uh, are boobs. I was like tripping out. Well, uh, that too, because it's Kevin Nealon. He's also one of my favorite comedians Kevin Nealon, of all Kevin time. Kevin Nealon too, yeah. yeah. I just saw an interview with him uh, during the little Nikki era, and it was the same thing. He's like, yeah, Adam just told me he had a part for me in his movie. And I was like, cool. And I was like, can I read this? He's like, nah, nah, you're good. You don't have to. And then he's like, when I got it, and I just said, I had boobs on my head. Like, <laughs> uh, I guess this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know? He went with that, it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you go with it, bro. It's your job. But at the same time, he's a funny ass dude. You know, they're friends from the SNL You know what days. that reminded me of, too? Because they're in hell, I didn't really see any women it when oh, any of the hell scenes in women. Damn. Did I you, did you, no, no, you didn't, I'm right? Noticing, no. so, so I'm comparing that a little bit to prison and how prison romance is there. So it's <laughs> okay. like you, you have yeah. you have the super like demon beast mm-hmm. and then you have the tit head, yeah. who's more of the feminine guy, and they build that, that courtship, that relationship. And it's just like through those kind of barriers because yeah. hell is a little bit of like a prison. It is. You know? So, it, so it's, it's a just literal. Like, so when I, I see that relationship between tit head and the little beast, yeah. I think of the HBO series Oz. Mm-hmm. And I think of Tobias Beecher and his relationship with the other character. Oh, oh that German on his name. The Ger- Here, uh, let, me, let me look this up real the quick. The Nazi, right? No, 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 no. Because that was a that was a J.K. Simmons' yeah. character. That, but that oh, was. Oh, I think about one. Law and Order, fool. Yeah, the Law and Order guy. Duh. Well, this was obviously it's a comedy, right? But you see that relationship building, which is even more funny with the the ape, with the like demon yeah, ape. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. that's what <laughs> he is. Like, He's yeah, an ape. He's yeah. a demon ape. You know. But it's funny how, like it, you said, I could see that. Chris Keller. Out. His name is Chris Keller. So Tobias Beecher and Chris Keller from Oz. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's definitely uh, Tobias' uh, tithead. Head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was just, even that shit too. Like, uh, you know, it's like those guys in the writer room, like, you know what would be funny as fuck? Like what? Somebody have tits on their head. Yeah, oh, yeah, that so is stoned. funny, Adam. That's Imagine so how high they were about writing this stuff. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and what does he say? Like, yeah, yeah dude, let's fucking do it. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Don't they, like it. They can't tell us no. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and we, you know what would be crazier, though? 
if like they, he started like a relationship with like a demon ape thing throughout the whole oh, you're movie. Me the fuck out. You know, be crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. One of my favorite quotes too is when they're all getting stoned at the uh, the apartment and they're they're playing the records backwards and then they figure out like Chicago's like super yeah. demonic and it's like, wow, Chicago's kicks ass, exactly. man. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> no, Those that guys are so crazy. Funny. Yeah, dude, that was so funny. And but back then, I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. Like when they were the first time he did it when he turned the record. I was ten years old, bro. I've never seen a record in my life. Yeah, right? Like, we were CD era. <laughs> Straight up. Eight disc changer. That was me. But no, like, even that scene, I was just like, what the hell is that? And then, but when he's like, I knew Chicago because my dad played Chicago. I was like. Yeah, same. You know? So it's just like hearing that song, you I know? I was like, is my dad a Satanist? No, but then, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, my dad plays this. And he's like, watch this. And I was like, oh my God, this is why my dad listens. <laughs> it's always who you least suspect. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's going to conclude this episode of Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. Little Nikki has a special place in my heart. But before we go, we were able to track the one, the only, Nikki himself. Nikki, take it away. Come in, come in, Nikki. Hey, guys, how's it going? Big fan. We love you down in hell. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Thank you for showing up. Yeah, Malv. How's it going? You guys liking the Popeye's chicken here, huh? That chicken sandwich was really taking off last year, man. They're delicious, as you can tell. I love them. Oh, don't worry. Hey, before I go, too, I wanted to tell you guys, if you use Postmates or anything like that, go ahead and enter the code Nikki 666 and you'll get 20% off your orders for Popeye's. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. I'm going to use that for sure tonight. Don't eat too much, because I'll see you soon, buddy. Oh, yeah, fellas, I forgot to do the promo. If you guys like what you're listening to, please don't forget to subscribe to Malvin Mowgli wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you listen on Apple, don't forget to rate him five stars because they need publicity, please, guys. Questions or comments or, you know, if you want to talk to me, they can relay the message. <laughs> Malvin Mowgli at gmail.com. Follow them on social media, Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. They're pretty funny. They got great basketball memes, and that's where I love it, too, because I still love my basketball, guys. Anything else, fellas? Oh, that's great, man. Thank you, Nikki, and, you know, shout out to our fans. I hope you come back again. Oh, I'll be coming back real soon to see you. <laughs> what? Me or us? No, just you, Malv. He wasn't dead. What the? He's still alive, man. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs>